The following episode of Shower for the Soul contains language or subject matter that might not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Shower for the Soul, a podcast where we explore today's issues affecting our mental health and well-being. It's all about life, health, and wealth, and us. Grab a chair and a spot around the table, and let's start sharing. Now, here's our host, Shane Fame Alexander. anniversary to me and <laughs> sure for the soul how you doing channel sander with you and welcome to the one year anniversary episode of shower for the soul it was one year ago uh that i put out my very first episode of shower for the soul and do not listen to that one it's in the archives but do not listen to that episode it's very cringeworthy and i i i, I really start listening to my old episodes in season two I couldn't really listen to season one again. Um, but I guess that's, you know, with everyone, you know, you don't want to, if you're, you know, do call center work, you don't want to listen to the first call you ever had. Um, you know, like, 
you don't want to see your first audition if you're an actor. Just like this. I don't want to hear my first episode of Shire for the Soul. I still don't like listening to myself again uh, anymore. Yeah, you know, like I've never liked to listen to myself, but I got to do it. And um, I, you know, there's some growth in there and there's some maturity in there too. So um, I'm really happy with uh, where this has uh, come from a year ago today. And um, I'd like to thank all of you guys for listening and always to uh, always supporting me and and giving me feedback and telling me to uh, keep on doing it. And uh, thank you for that. You guys are the reason why I do this. Um, and also it's a childhood passion that, you know, it's a dream come true, which I will be talking to Corey Chadwick about uh, in just a bit. He's our guest again this week, uh, two weeks in a row, where we'll be talking about goals. And when you reach your favorite, your your childhood dream kind of goal, What's next? What's after that? We'll be talking to Corey about that. A little bit of housekeeping first, though. A little thing happened over the past week. I'll be moving. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be moving um, down the street, actually, from where I am right now in London, Ontario. Not too far. So with that, I might be having to uh, postpone a few episodes of uh, this season of Shower for the Soul. So I'll keep you in tune with that. I will uh, let you guys know maybe like a week ahead, um, you know, that I won't be putting out a show next week. So I just need to get comfortable. I need to get some moving done. And there's other stuff going on, my work and other things that, you know, I just, um, you know, and it, it goes back to the maturity I have with, with Shower for the Soul. But also, it comes from the work ethic that I've had since the beginning of Shower for the Soul. And one of the reasons why uh, I think Shower for the Soul has become um, such a hit, as it were, is because um, of my work rate. And I'm not being conceited. But before I started this, and before I started doing a podcast, I wanted to make sure that I was totally into it. Meaning I wouldn't want to say I'm going to have a podcast episode and and put out a whole season and then missing a few episodes. First season, I didn't miss one week. Last season, I missed a couple just because of COVID and all that. This season, it's because I'm moving. So don't think I'm just going to be sporadic. I'm going to put out as many episodes as I can um, weekly. But um, just because, you know, I'm moving and real life things happened. I uh, got to go and postpone a couple episodes, but I'll let you know about that. So thank you again for tuning in and thank you for always reaching out and giving me ideas on how to better this episode, this episode, this show and also for rents. So thank you for that. Of course, you can always reach me at hostshane at gmail.com on Instagram. Uh, it's shanefame.com or famefriends. And also my website is shanefame.com. So those are the mediums where you can reach me at and, and let me know what you think and and anything like that. If you want to chat, if you want to be a guest on the show, let me know. Okay. We'll be back in one second. And by second, I mean like a couple of minutes with Corey Chat.
and Shara for the soul. Uh, we're celebrating one year on air. Uh, I never knew that I was going to take it this far uh, with Shara for the soul. And I came up with rinse and it was just really, just feels really cool that I got this. And I'm, and I'm sure our guest Corey has heard this many times throughout the years that we've known each other. Um, but you know, the dream started off when I was 10 years old, wanting to be in radio. I stopped thinking about that dream, got a tattoo to think that, okay, yeah, let's put a casket on over this, this dream I had. And then a podcast happened and I was like, Hey, I can actually do this thing now. I, that I've been thinking about since I was 10 years old. Um, and it's basically living, uh, childhood dream a childhood goal that i never thought was going to come true but after this and within this past year it's kind of like huh i'm living my dream i get giddy every time i set up for my studio but what's next uh we're going to talk to about this with Corey chadwick from the mental gym how you doing bud hey shane how are you man welcome back thank you great to be here so yeah so there's goals you have in life and then you reach them. And yeah, it's first you kind of like want to be, you know, chill and, you know, take in that energy that, and that acceptance that, hey, I, I did this. I've, I've got to the top of the mountain. Um, but the journey doesn't end there. There's more mountain to climb. How do you get to that next level? Great question. So, I assume here we're talking about the people who do accomplish their goals because that's not the case for a lot of people. <laughs> um, but for people who do, what I would say to you is that it's never about this one goal. And if you think it's all about one goal, you're really selling yourself short. This is life's work. You don't get till the end until you're actually at the end of it. So if the big goal is, you know, just this one thing that you hit by like the time you're 30 or 35 or 40 or something like that, and then you feel lost after that, um, I would say there's so much more for you. You know, you, you've probably learned and grown so much in getting to where you are now, mm -hmm. which just equips you to go even further and reach for something new and keep working for something new. And, um, yeah, the journey certainly doesn't end just because you've accomplished something. In many ways, the journey is just beginning for you, right? And, and what's, what's next? What's next on your radar? Well, that's going to take a lot of looking, looking deep, being honest with yourself, being real with yourself about what you really want out of life, who you want to be, how you want to show up, why you're here. What do you want out of life? Answer those questions first. You'll figure out what's next for you. Yeah, and, and to be honest, um, one of the reasons why I didn't really chase the radio dream when I was uh, after, after broadcasting school in Michigan was that it wasn't the radio that I fell in love with. And it wasn't, you know, and I didn't, it felt very industry-like. Mm. And maybe that was because I worked in the industry and I saw the, the office side of things when I was 17 and it, it kind of like ruined my thing and the formats were changing and everything. But, um, I d wasn't doing radio for just to be on radio. I was doing sure. it for the love and what I grew up listening to. 
Um, I wanted to be happy just to, you know, be on any radio station and be very formatted. I wouldn't have liked it. So uh, that's why. And then um, when I, when shower happened, I thought, okay, I have, you know, this is what I'm going to do partly because of I'm reaching my goal. Then I'm like, okay, let's do rinse. And then let's see what's going hap to happen. It wasn't, I guess it's being me being realistic because it's not like I've started shower for the soul. Let's see if I can get sponsored. Let's see if I can get a podcast network. Let's see if I can get paid by this. Can mm. I quit my job by, you know, June and do this? So I'm taking little steps while others are thinking, huh, well, this is kind of like a passion project right now for you technically. Um, but it's, it's something that I, I kind of know where I'm going, you know, and I'm, I'm reaching those little goals that I have. Um, but is, does there a lot of laziness comes into this too? Mental laziness? Sorry, as you're trying to go after your goals or once you reach something? Reach your goals, going to the next one. I think what there is, um, you know, I remember I was watching the Michael Jordan documentary and I remember awesome. after a, a very tough, mentally exhausting season, they won the championship and he just started crying. And he said it was just this massive relief that it was over. And the, all that emotion was just for so long, he'd been fighting so hard to get to that point. And then when it was over, he could just like exhale. And so I think every one of us is gonna have that version of it in our lives. When we're working towards something specific, you work so hard, you work so hard. If you get there, then there's, there's this, this opportunity to exhale. I, I don't think that that's lazy, but certainly laziness can come in after that if you get complacent. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, again, I don't know that it's lazy so much, but complacency for sure. It's, it's okay, like here I am, I've reached this point in my life. I, I think a lot of people do that. Um, you know, you maybe go to college or university or something like that. You get a job, you end up making a good living, house, kids, car, you check those boxes. And then you realize that there's so much more to life than you ever thought there was, but you don't know how to figure that out or how to get there, or how to make it a part of your life. All you know is that something big and important feels like it's missing. Uh, and this is one of the challenges. There's great, it's great to have goals, but I would caution anybody to think that just because you have a goal, reaching it is somehow like the end for you because that's, that's not the case at all. Um, and it's unfortunate that so many people, I would say the majority of people kind of hit that point in their life, I don't know, 25, 35, 45, whatever it is, and say, like, is this it? Mm -hmm. You know, like, I, it's not like my life is terrible. It's not like I'm miserable. Um, like a lot of people I know, you know, like good people, good families, good jobs, but am I living my six? instead of my 10? Am I living my seven instead of my 10? And you know, there's nothing wrong with living your six or seven, unless of course, that's not what you want. Um, and then there is something wrong with it. So yeah, it's easy to get complacent once you've checked a few boxes and you feel like life's fine. Um, you kind of don't know what's next for you. You just kind of stay put. And that's, that's a dangerous place to be. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so um, uh, when do you get back on your feet? 
while I have some water. Yeah. So this uh, this is assuming you've been knocked off your feet. Get back on your feet and starting to uh, get back out there and saying, okay, I'm going to let's see if I could do that. Well, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of just consistent day by day improvement. Um, it's something that we work on at the gym. It's one of our key principles. Is just biting off a little bit at a time, getting a little bit better every day. So when you're doing that, it's not a matter of starting and stopping and and you know getting off your feet and getting back on. Sure, sometimes you get knocked off track. Sometimes you're going to accomplish something and not exactly know where to go next. But when you've got that that mindset of just continuous improvement, like every single day trying to be a little bit better than it was yesterday, mm-hmm. it's not really a matter of getting back on your feet. It's just keep moving forward. And when you do get knocked off, if something happens, if if you get knocked on your ass a little bit, like that's okay. That's going to happen with every one of us. You're going to try things. They're not going to work out. You're going to think you're good at something. You weren't, you know, like things happen in life. COVID happens in life. Right. Um, and that's just a part of life and that's okay. That's, that's again, it's just a part of life, but it's about, okay, I got knocked down now I'm going to get back up. I'm just going to keep moving forward. And if you've got that, that mindset that I think you're going to be in great shape. Now there's a difference. Like I, I think I, I, people who sabotage themselves mm-hmm. for doing things. And I remember, um, you know, back when I was, when I was working in radio and I was doing all these things, one, I was way too young to appreciate what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, two, I didn't think it was, I thought it was way too good to be true. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I will just, I, there's things that happened that I, I might have made it happen that it was not going to happen. Um, deep inside, I knew I wasn't ready for it. Okay. I wasn't ready for those kind of opportunities that were given to me or hand. Well, I won't say handed to me cause I worked for them, but kind of was handed to me. Um, how do you escape that mentality? Imposter syndrome is what that, what that sounds like, right? That yeah. We work hard for something. We accomplish something. We achieve something and feel like we're not worthy of it, that we're not ready for it, that we're not qualified enough or we're not smart enough or we're not whatever. And then, Hey, some, at some point, someone's going to figure me out. My secrets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's imposter syndrome. Super common. Um, I, I, I would say this, that you didn't get where you are by fluke, right? I'm not a big, uh, not a big believer in luck mm-hmm. and the luck that you do have is the luck that you make you know random things are going to happen and we're going to experience what we experience in life but but you you don't end up in a low place in life by fluke you don't end up in a high place in life by fluke mm-hmm. this is our lives are entirely what we make of it so um yeah I, I don't know. I, I just like, we, we make our own lives and we do, and we make our own fortune and we make our own successes and to, to rob yourself of that, to rob yourself of, you know, it doesn't mean you need to be all like cocky and look at me and I'm king of the world kind of thing, but to rob yourself of what's actually great about you to deny what's great about you. Um, well, what good is that? Right. We we're too humble. Some of us in, you know, we're just, and, in, in, you know, being humble is a great quality. You don't want anybody who's braggy or cocky or anything like that, but there's a line there and we cross the line to being too humble 
to denying what's great about us, to, to holding back what we can offer the world, the, the people in our lives, the people that we work with, our families, our friends, society, when we hold that back, like what good is that for anybody? So I think we're so used to holding that back. We're taught to be so humble that, yeah, we, we can fall into imposter syndrome pretty easily. When something good happens for you, you think, well, I'm not worthy of this. And then you convince yourself that you're not worthy of this. And going back to your question about self-sabotaging, well, yeah, that's why we do that. One of the reasons anyway. Mm-hmm. If you're not worthy of it, you're, you're going to create your own reality that's going to reflect that you're not worthy of it. And good things probably won't happen for you, you know, the way they should and could. A few months ago, I was uh, talking to uh, Michael Hainsworth from Geeks and Beats on the phone. And, you know, Geek, Michael Hainsworth is just a few months, a few years older than me. And he was having a life discussion with Alan Cross on, in Greek town on a Sunday afternoon. And he called me and he's like, wow, I just had that moment where it came to me. I live a pretty funking, lovely life, <laughs> you know, where one of my radio mentors is now a friend of mine and we're talking about world stuff. And I was like, yeah, you know what? But I was 15 years old when I was friends with Mark Daly from City TV. And I, I thought it was kind of like, oh, everyone, like, all oh, 15-year-olds have these dreams and they all conquer them and they do it when they're 15. And I thought it was a regular thing. So I didn't really know how to appreciate it until, like, later on when I was uh, with Geeks of Beats. And I was like, damn, I'm pretty lucky that I was able to work with all these people that I looked up to. For sure. Yeah, it's it's hard to appreciate things uh, without being able to look back on them. You know, there's things in your life right now that you just won't appreciate as much as you will 10 years from now. And that's, mm-hmm. that's everybody, that's natural. I think the important thing is to really try to practice being appreciative, practice gratitude. Um, always be grateful for what you have. And you, you at least do a better job of appreciating <laughs> right here, right now. Now let's look at uh, you, for example, because I think you have a really cool journey. So I met you as a bar owner uh, mm-hmm. in Richmond Hill. I feel like that was a lifetime ago now. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Actually, yesterday was the one-year anniversary that they closed. That they closed? Yeah. One-year anniversary is yesterday. Crazy. That's too bad. Um, and now you're where you are now. Um, usually... Like for me, when I'm with this episode, I'm talking about goals that I'm setting within one industry. How did you get to where you are now from the Falcon of Firkin and goal-wise? How did that happen? So my goals are different than I think what you would call you know, standard traditional goals. My goal is to live my 10. And my 10 is, is living the best life I can, which I can only do by becoming the best version of me that I can um, and doing it with purpose and intention. Mm-hmm. It's not about a specific industry goal, right? And I think that the real challenge with having those, and I'm not saying people shouldn't have them, but you're in high school, you're told to like choose your life essentially, right? Like pick a university program so that you can get the job that you want 
and then you'll have the life that you want. You talked about being 15 and not appreciating the situation where you're in. Well, when you're 15, how are you supposed to know who you want to be in this world and how you want to show up and what kind of life you want to live? And this is not a knock to 15 year olds. I've done a lot of work with amazing, amazing teenagers, right? Teenagers are so smart and they've just, I think they've got an unfairly deck, sort of the deck is unfairly stacked against them to, to figure everything out in life. And then what happens is most people just stumble their way into their careers. They ended up in a career, that's their career, that's their job. And so they say, well, I'm just going to set goals within this kind of very narrow, uh, this very narrow pathway or this, this narrow way of seeing the world and seeing things. And I, I believe that we set our priorities kind of in a backwards order. We tend to focus too much on what we want instead of focusing on why we want what we want and who we want to be. And if we can flip that and put those things first, say, who do I, who do I want to be in this world? How do I want to show up? And why do I want what I want? Well, then you can figure out what you want. And so everything that's happened from going through some real tough times growing up to being in the bar business to now doing the work that I do now and that I, that I love so much, it's, it's really just about being honest with myself, um, asking myself some t- those tough questions, you know, the who and the why and, and being honest with the way I answer them continuing to learn more about myself and to grow and to be better. And when you do that, a lot of the answers start to kind of show up in front of you. You find your answers, but you know, if you feel like you've got to have all the answers for 10 years, 20 years from now, and just follow this very linear path, I just feel like you're robbing yourself of so much in life and so much of who you could be and the kind of life you could live, you know, the, the type of goals that you could be striving for, you might not get to because you're limiting yourself. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's not your fault, right? We're, we were kind of taught that in school. We were taught how to think like everyone else and be like everyone else and make our life choices like everyone else. But uh, once we, if we can just recognize that even, mm-hmm. say, well, huh, that, that in and of itself is limiting. It's, it's, you know, it's what I kind of call the mediocrity trap. You just kind of end up being mediocre by default, not because you got out of bed in the morning and said, I can't wait to be mediocre today. Like, yeah, or I can't wait to live my six. Uh, because it, for, for most people, it's all, it's all we've ever known. We don't even know there's an option to be happier, to be healthier, to be higher performing, to, to live our tens. Um, and when we give people that option, when they see that that's actually an option for them, that it's an option for every single one of us, it makes it hard not to choose that. But if you're so focused on very specific goals that might not represent you at your best and that might represent you just kind of going through the motions in life, then, uh, then you may never get to experience that. And that's a real shame. Yeah. So the mental gym, uh, where can you find that on the interweb? Yeah. So everything we do is online. Our trainer led interactive group classes, they're all online. Uh, if you want to learn more about us, check out mentalgymlife.com. And that's probably the best spot to, to find out what we're about, uh, learn a little bit more about what we do, see if we're a fit for you. And uh, if you want to learn more after that, reach out, set up, a, set up a call or come check out a class and, uh, and really get to check it out. Virtual class, right? Virtual class. Yeah. Everything we do is virtual. You just log on one hour, we work on ourselves for one hour, we do it together and uh, we log off. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, actually, you know what? I was, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, before we go, I was going to let you know that I'm doing this online course next week on Monday. 
and it is called The Future of Mental Health. Mm. And I'm not sure if you can still sign up. I'll still send you the link though. Cool. But it's very interesting. It's pay what you can. I pay like 10 bucks and I feel really bad right now. I pay <laughs> 10 bucks. But, <laughs> but like I'm getting all these introductions, all the classmates. They're from India and Japan and Bangladesh, everywhere in the world. And me saying I'm from London, Ontario makes me feel really lame. But um, I have all these professors and it's going to be very interesting for four weeks and four sessions. So I'm just thinking that, you know, um, if it's if like the mental gym becomes that big, it's going to be so cool because it does have that kind of potential. And there is that kind of. Yeah, thank you. We, we, we certainly believe so. Um, I'm looking forward to a world where people just go to the mental gym as a part of their, their normal life, right? Every week, mm -hmm. whether it's our mental gym or other mental gyms, but um, you know, for one hour a week, you just, just the same way that people who exercise make sure that they get, you know, to exercise or get to the gym to exercise and prioritize that. Just carve out that one hour a week, once a week to go and work on your mind, to be happier, to be healthier, to perform at a higher level in your life. Um, and if you can do that for that little time investment each week, the benefit is so huge. It's so huge. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I really believe that when that's just kind of a normal thing for people to do, when it's a mainstream thing, that uh, we're going to be living in a better world. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to uh, leave a link in the show description for your website. And also, I started off something a couple of months ago before with COVID, I believe, where it's a, a checkup from the head up. I'm not sure if I share this with you, but I started a petition which on chartchange.org where to make it uh, accessible for people to get a mental checkup yearly along with their physical. So um, I'm still trying to champion this. So the link for that and also Corey's mental gym is gonna be on the show description for that. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure. Always, man. Have a good one. You too, buddy. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Shower for the Soul. Don't forget to leave a review and send us some love. Now, if you have a suggestion for the show or just want to get in touch, reach out to me personally at hostshane at gmail.com or follow me on social. On Instagram, you can find me at either at shanefamecom or famefriends. And on Twitter, it's at famefriendspod. Share for the Soul is a Fame and Friends production.